Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Gardens East podcast. This is Pat Giblin. I'm your host. Happy Sunday, October 18th. I'm ready to talk football, guys. I'm ready to talk football. What I'm going to do today is give a quick rundown of the Pittsburgh Steelers game today and just my immediate reaction to how they played. So, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Always have been my whole life. Um, my mom's family got me into the Steelers. Uh, her aunts, uncles, everybody are all Steelers fans. Whole mom's side Steelers fans. So I know it's kind of weird being in New York State, being a Steelers fan and not a Bills fan, but or New York Giants, New York Jets fan, but that's just kind of the way I decided to go about things. Um, my dad's a big Bills fan. His whole size, big Bills fans, but I guess I just picked the better team. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give my immediate reaction, talk about players, talk about plays in that game today, and just dig right into it. Here we go. So today at 105, the Steelers kicked off against the Browns. Um, they're only favored by three points. I thought this would be a really close game. I thought this is their first test of the year against a decent team because the Browns are 3-1 and one this year. I know they've been bad in the past, but you got to put that behind them. They have a really talented roster that is definitely playoff caliber. I mean, that AFC North is very hard. you got the undefeated Ravens, undefeated Steelers, one loss Browns, well, now two loss. And then you have the Bengals that are 1-3 now, but they're not a pushover at the bottom of that conference. Uh, they have Burrow. They can score they can give you a run it's not an automatic game but this game really surprised me um the Steelers came out and handled business with a 38 to 7 win over the Browns and I just didn't expect it I'm very impressed with how they played today and it definitely proved that the Steelers are one of the best teams in the NFL like I know they had an easy schedule earlier on um playing like the Giants and uh Denver but this was their first big test, and they really, really showed up. So I'm going to go through this game, break it down, talk about all the scoring plays here, give some statistics. Um, yeah, first I'm going to start off with how the game unfolded scoring-wise. So uh, Steelers drive down the field in the first quarter. You got a Chris Boswell field goal. Steelers haven't scored on their first drive at all this year, which has been little disappointing but I mean if you can back it up and at least get points on the board then that just is what it is um Boswell has been really good this year uh glad he knocked that through that was an 11 play 58 yard drive which is solid um then the Browns go to offense and Baker Mayfield gets a little pressure Minka Fitzpatrick picks the ball off runs it back to score 10 nothing Steelers right off the bat. I mean, this is what I expected out of Baker Mayfield. That's why I was safe to bet um, the Steelers minus three because I really just didn't think Baker would perform at a high level against the Steelers defense. Baker is 
a great quarterback, um, but he's just not there yet. I feel like he gets panicked in the pocket. Um, he He's not good at escaping sacks. And when he tries to, like, escape stack, sacks and keep the play going, he ends up throwing a pick like he did twice today. Just bad throws. Uh, Minka was lucky enough to pick this one off, and he had a clear path to the end zone, which was awesome. Uh, so that's all for the first quarter. Steelers' defense is strong. Uh, second quarter, uh, drive down the field, seven plays, 88 yards. James Conner runs it in behind that good old line. 17 nothing Steelers. Um, right after that, about five minutes later, I think it was their next drive, James Washington catches a nice pass from Big Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger, and goes to the house, 28 yards, wide open. No one was going to stop him. Um, I like this duo. I like the Steelers wide receiver core right now. I like that Big Ben's playing well after that injury last year. It's just a completely different team from last year, and they're very fun to watch. If Big Ben stays in there, stays healthy, this team's going to be dangerous. I'm really excited about the chances this year. Um, at the end of the second quarter, Steelers' defense lets up their only blunder of the day, but it didn't matter because it was 38-7. But uh, you had a Baker pass to Rashard Higgins, 13-yarder, after a 9-place, 75-yard drive. So... That brings the score to 24-7. Pittsburgh's still up. Uh, third quarter. I love this guy. Chase Claypool, three-yard run. Little end around to the wide receiver. This dude's impressive. Um, coming off four TDs last week. Gets another one in the house this week. He's one of the most underrated rookies in the league right now. Probably out there for uh, rookie of the year voting just because of that performance last week. Um I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, so I've been watching Claypool the past three, four years at Notre Dame, and I was always impressed with his talent. He's a big guy. He can go up and make plays. Like, as, um, they think of him as the Mapletron because he's from Canada, so they got that comparison to Kelvin Johnson. Plays very similar. Big, strong guy, about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six probably. And it's just fast as heck. I mean, he can run. You usually don't see guys that age, that age and that size move that well. You know, he's got a very high vertical. I, I don't know how teams slept on him in the, in the uh, draft after his performance in the combine because he played really well in the combine, performed really well. And... He just dropped to the Steelers. I was really happy about that. I mean, J.K. Dobbins was still on the board. Uh, one of my other friends is a Steelers fan. He wanted that because um, Connor, Connor's Connor. I mean, Connor's good. He's just not always the most productive. He can get shut down pretty easily. He's no Le'Veon Bell like we've had in the past. Um, but when Claypool fell down there to us in the second round, I we just had to take him. I mean... They said in the game today that Tomlin talked about how it took him like 10 seconds to hand that draft card in just because he fits that Steelers wide receiver build so nicely. Um, that's, that's what you want out of a second-round draft pick. The Steelers are the best team in the league, and 
and like getting talent in the draft, especially wide receivers. Like their wide receivers are all second round guys, third round guys, fourth round guys. I don't know the last time they picked a wide out in the first round and their wide receiving core, they got Juju, James Washington, uh, Claypool now, Deontay Johnson. Like that's scary for all being guys from pretty small schools. Like that's what you like to see in the player development. That's why the Steelers have had success the last few years. So enough about play Claypool. I mean, I could talk about that guy all day, and I was so happy he's on the Steelers. I mean, I even went and picked him up in fantasy last week after uh, his four TD day. Might ride my bench for a little bit because got Devontae Adams and can't start him over there. Maybe in the flex if there's a bye week or something. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm a big Claypool fan. He's been really good for us so far. Then that brought it 31-7. Steelers just round things out in the fourth quarter. Benny Snell, easy one-yard carry. Chris Boswell kick. It's eight minutes left in the fourth, and then just kind of cut the brakes after that. I mean, this is a huge win for Pittsburgh today. So you guys saw how things unfolded, how guys scored. I'm going to go through some statistics now. Um, Big Ben, steady, 14-22, 162 yards, one TD, no picks. They really didn't throw the ball that much today. They used a pretty steady rushing attack that was pretty good. Um, Connor went for 101, one TD. Benny Snell went in there for 17 yards, one TD. Claypool, seven. He had a couple of those end of rounds where he came off the edge. Uh, Big Ben ran for five. I mean, that's all you can ask for, especially with Connor stepping up and going for 101. Um, Receiving-wise, Claypool was the leading receiver, 74 yards. He had that long 36-yard catch. That was the long of the game, I believe, tied over in Cleveland with Hooper. Um, I'm impressed with that. Uh, James Washington played a nice game, too, 68 yards, one TD. Uh, got targeted seven times, had four receptions. Chase Claypool only targeted four times, had four receptions as well. So every time he was targeted, he caught the ball. Uh, Juju was pretty quiet today. Juju only had two receptions for six yards, long of five. So only targeted four times by Big Ben. That's just not something we're used to seeing. Um, but then again, they ran the ball a lot today. Um Ray Ray McLeod was targeted once out of the backfield. Um, no catches. I like this kid returning kicks. Um, I really like how the Steelers offense has actually like mixed things up this year because in the past it's been so bland. Like I know that you can't do anything last year with Doc Hodges or Mason Rudolph, but it was just not fun to watch. And this year they're finally adapting to I feel like the newer NFL pace where you got to do these plays like end around to Claypool, little dish off to Ray Ray McLeod, just get some speed instead of just hand the ball to Connor every play. Get Juju coming around, hand off to him, little fake pass or something like that. Like they've been doing more of that stuff than you usually see. And I love to see it. Um, so, yeah, it's basically like the important stats today for uh, Pittsburgh. Um, they really shut down Cleveland defensively. They only scored once. Um, Baker, only 119 yards, one TD, two picks. It's just exactly what I saw coming today. Like, he just got swallowed up by that 
Steelers front, uh, four sacks, lost 20 yards. I mean, they brought Case Keenum in the game because they knew it was over. They knew Baker wasn't playing well tonight. I mean, rushing-wise, they had 40 yards out of Kareem Hunt on 13 carries, uh, 29 out of Hilliard. That, that's just nothing. I mean, they just really couldn't move the ball today. But that's a great offense, too, after they put up over 35 points three games in a row. That was, like, the first time that's ever happened or something like that in the NFL. And for them to come into Pittsburgh and that steel curtain shuts them down for seven points, that's impressive. Because this, this Cleveland offense, no joke. I mean, with Odell out wide, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, Hooper at tight end, Higgins. Like, this is a good team. You got Joku. Um, it's one of the better offenses in the league, and the Steelers just made them look silly tonight. Um, so, yeah, that's what we got on stats today. So you guys heard how pretty that game was for Pittsburgh today. Huge win, huge momentum boost, um, beating that Cleveland team. I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead to the next three or four games and just give my outlook. 5-0 uh, and right now, one of the only undefeated teams in the league. First in the AFC North. Uh, this next week, we got Tennessee coming up, the COVID-plagued Titans. Uh, after they swapped that bye week around. This is supposed to be our bye week, but they took that in week four, and we were supposed to play the Titans then, but now they swapped it into week seven, so we got that at one o'clock. Um, this Titans seemed good. I mean, we're just going to have to stop Derrick Henry pretty much. Uh, that'll be a great matchup, watching our defense go up against Derrick Henry. I'm excited to see that. Um, week eight, we've got another time to prove. Uh, this team's got a time to prove themselves with Baltimore. Uh, at Baltimore, so we're going three straight on the road here. Uh, see if they can stop Lamar Jackson. Different type of player than they've usually faced this year, so I'd be excited to watch that game as well. That's going to be probably for bragging rights in the division. I mean, they only play Baltimore again week 12 at home, so that's going to be a big game. Um, that third one, November 8th, is Dallas. Uh, Dallas just lost Dak Prescott. I mean, they got the Red Rocket coming in there from Cincinnati. Andy Dalton, uh, Steelers know him well. I'm uh, pretty confident in that game. Uh, it'll be a good one, though, 425 game at Dallas again. And then you come back home against the Bengals. So it's a pretty tricky uh, four-game stretch, I mean, without the Bengals included. Um, it's probably one of their toughest stretches of the season, Tennessee, Baltimore, Dallas, um, all on the road. Yeah, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, another, just looking at the schedule, you see that Buffalo Bills game Sunday, December 13th at Buffalo. I mean, I just really hope the Bills are letting fans in there for that time because, like I said, I go to school at St. Bonaventure, a little hour trip. Everybody's huge Bills fans. My dad's a huge Bills fan. But got to rep Pittsburgh up there. Nothing like the Bills Mafia, though. Those games are incredible. Went to a couple last year. Hope to go again. I mean, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, that's kind of what I got today for this podcast. Just wanted to quickly break down what happened in that Steelers game, give some stats in case you missed the game. Um, but that's all I got for tonight. Um, I appreciate everyone listening. Once again, this is for a class for uh, 
I'm a communications major in the Jandoli School of Communications at St. Bonaventure. This is a podcast I'm doing for a class there, and it's been a really great time so far. I love talking, love talking sports, and I'm thankful if anybody's listening. I haven't really promoted this, but I'd love to do it in the future. Um, So yeah, I'm going to have another episode coming out tonight as well. Um, That one, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm not going to talk about sports the whole time. I'm going to just talk about my life as a student at St. Bonaventure. I'm going to use it as a little bit of a recruiting device for an incoming student or something just tell me about my time there I'm a junior now so got two years under the belt two and a half and I'm just gonna tell everybody how much I love the school what I do daily um stuff like that so all right guys thanks for listening have a good night